Hey, and welcome to Financially Savvy, Spiritually Sound. Using biblical principles, we'll teach you to love God and manage money. Let's dive in. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about uh, the subject of false prophets. Uh, This is a term that's been thrown around a lot lately in the light of what has happened in our uh, political arena with a lot of people making predictions about who would win and it seemingly didn't happen in that in that way so we've heard the term false prophets a lot but I wanted to go to the Bible and just kind of talk about and I and identify uh, some things that will really help us to solidify what the Lord uh, called a false prophet or what the Lord said, uh, or defined a false prophet as. I want to take our attention to Jonah. Jonah was a prophet in the Old Testament who um, the Lord had given him some instructions and he didn't want to do them. And uh, we all probably know the story of Jonah in the belly of the whale, how he ran from the Lord and eventually he had to um, be obedient and he submitted and uh, went to do what the Lord told him. So I want to pick up in Jonah 3.3. It says that Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Now, Jonah had been told to do this by the Lord. Uh, When the Ninevites heard it, uh, verse 5 says, The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. And let's go down to uh, verse 10. It said that when the Lord, when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and he did not bring the destruction that he had threatened. So this is why Jonah didn't want to go and tell the people in the first place, because he knew that God was a gracious God and that it was possible that God could change his mind. So uh, let's go to... Uh, chapter four and verse one says, but to Jonah, this seemed very wrong. And he became angry, referring to the fact that the Lord did not bring destruction on them, as he said. Um, And then it says in verse two, he prayed to the Lord. Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home that, excuse me, That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than live. So Jonah was saying, since he had prophesied that the Lord would bring destruction on uh, Nineveh and it didn't happen, it was better for him to die than to live. Could it be that Jonah was thinking about the very persecution that has come to a lot of the uh, prophets or 
pastors today who prophesied something and it didn't come true. Could it be that Jonah was thinking about his reputation and what would happen and what people would say? And I've all I've read that um, they even punished prophets by uh, death if their prophecies didn't come true. But my attention is really on what the Lord said to Jonah and even what Jesus said about Jonah later. He was never called a false prophet. Um, as you saw in Jonah, in that first verse that I read in Jonah 3.3, it said, Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. So Jonah did exactly what the Lord told him to do. Even in um, the New Testament, Jesus speaks of Jonah. He never said Jonah was a false prophet. He actually talked about how the people repented at Jonah's uh, preaching. Let's look at Matthew 12, 41. It said, the men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah and now something greater than Jonah is here. Jesus was uh, he was talking about himself being greater than Jonah and how the people repented at Jonah's preaching. So here it is. We have a prophet who delivered a word that did not come to pass, but we don't see once where he was called a false prophet. I want to call your attention to some of the scriptures that do talk about false prophets. Uh, in Ezekiel, the Lord talks about judgment against false prophets who lead people away from Christ and away from holiness. Uh, let's look at Ezekiel 13, 22. You have discouraged the righteous with your lies, but I didn't want them to be sad. And you have encouraged the wicked by promising them life, even though they continue in their sins. Let's look at Acts 20 and start at verse 29. I know that after my departing, grievous wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among your own selves, men shall arise speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. So we see in these two uh, books and chapters in the Bible where the Lord is identifying false prophets as people who draw you away from the gospel. Let's go to 2 Timothy to uh, continue this. 2 Timothy 4.3 For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and aside to miss. So in this uh, scripture, it's talking about how people will long to hear what they want to hear. And they'll go after teachers who are teaching false things who will also lead them away from the Lord and lead them to myths and fables. So how do we know if someone is a false prophet or if they are speaking things that leads us away from Christ? Well, in uh, 1 John 
the word says to try the spirit by the spirit. Let's read 1 John uh, chapter 4. Let's start at verse 1. It says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit. You must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. He's talking about in the world right now, uh, in, in that time. Uh, verse 2. This is how we know if they have the spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming into the world and indeed is already here. And that's what I want to um, just really bring your attention to and warn you about. We're looking for the spirit of the Antichrist to be uh, this, or uh, we're looking for the mark of the beast. But Jesus said that the spirit of the Antichrist is already here uh, and that they will be among us as uh, wolves in sheep's clothing that are there to lead us away from Christ. I know how easily this can happen. Um, I'll give you a quick uh, testimony or just an experience of myself. Um, uh, about maybe six years ago, I got into reading all these self-help books. And before you know it, I got so confused because the books were talking about if you just change your thoughts. You can manifest this and manifest that. And then they mix some scripture in there. And the Lord spoke to me and told me to stop. I had bought about three of these books and I was just, you know, saying, oh, because at first I, we know that um, you could be changed in Romans. Uh, I think it's 12 too, that says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I was reading these books and they were saying, you can just think good thoughts and manifest things. And really what the Lord showed me was I was getting pulled away from his truth and his word. And that those kind of things themselves is how the spirit of, uh, how the antichrist will work, will come right in and, and show itself as something that is complementary to Christ, but really leading you away from Christ. So we have to try everything by the Spirit. So in closing, always build up your inner man, which is building yourself up in the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit, so that you can continue to discern what is a true prophet and a spirit that is leading you away from Christ. Try the spirit by the spirit. Thank you for listening. Be blessed. If you need help becoming a good steward of your money, reach out to me at financiallysavvyspirituallysound.com backslash coaching services. And if you would like to partner with us to continue to get this message out, please do so at paypal.me backslash red to black 
that's red, the number two, black consulting, red to black consulting. Until the next episode, remember, love God and manage money.